Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and thanks for tuning in today. I'm excited to be able to share with you. Now, I shared this sermon several weeks ago on Father's Day, and I thought, you know what? I haven't shared it on the air, so I'm going to share it with you today, and I'm going to try to zip right through it, actually, see if I can get through it in one session. That means I'm going to go speed dial. So uh, get your ears on, get ready to roll. Let's go together. Lord, bless your people. Heavenly Father, watch over your people. Guide your people. Lead us. Open our hearts and our minds, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to read a poem to you um, by a very good friend of mine, Pastor Gary Moore's wife, Nancy. And Nancy is a, quite a poet, just published four books. In fact, they're on Amazon now, four poems. And it's under Nancy Whittingham um, Moore. And this is, this is, I thought this was interesting for this day. Periscope down, called the officer on the, the deck, and the periscope slid out of sight. Dive, the commander gave the order to control, and the tower disappeared just in time. Watch closely. There's an enemy fleet headed toward our own bow line. All hands at ready. Not a sound will be heard. We'll descend the 700 feet assigned. Hitting our depth with nothing to fear, we expect a fleet to pass overhead. But we still sweat and wait without a word. Then the voice of authority said, Tommy, it's time to get out of the tub. You are turning into a fish. Put all your subs and ships away. It's time to give it a rest. Ah, shucks, Dad, said Tommy. I barely had time to dive. I did not get to fire one or two. Let me stay in another five. Dry dock comes to everyone, sometimes before we expect it. But the good that comes from the renewal is God comes and refreshes it. Well, you know what? That's pretty good. I liked her poem, and I got thinking about that for Father's Day when I was sharing this because I I used to play games all the time. And, you know, I used to have these little boats in the tub and this and that, and I could kind of I could kind of picture this, you know. And I tell you what, my father, he loved me, put up with me, and let me be who who I was, you know. And I, I was so fortunate, as you hear a lot about my father, which I'll probably talk a little more about today. You know, Father's uh, Day and Mother's Day seem to be celebrated a little bit different. On Mother's Day, the family takes the mother out for a nice lunch, and usually uh, they stay in town. And normally it's a big day uh, for family and at church. Actually, Mother's Day is usually one of the top five or six attendance days of the year. I say normally because this year around the country, I've talked to a number of pastors, and just like our church, attendance was less on Mother's Day than normal. I don't know what the deal was. But Father's Day, on the other hand, is usually one of the lower attendance days of the year, one of the bottom six, because many families go camping or have an outing with their fathers, whether fishing or hiking or taking a drive or in the mountains. Plus, it's the third week of uh, uh, June, and many people are vacationing in the summer because their kids are off. But, of course, the big difference at our church, at Cloverdale Church of God, is we give all our women uh, really nice velvet mints from Weezer Classic Candy in uh, in, in Weezer on Mother's Day, and we give our fathers caramels from the same place on Father's Day. So there's your big difference right there. But you know what? I want to talk today about a father from the Bible that isn't really what he was known for being a father. I want to talk about David. Yes, the shepherd boy David. Yes, King David, a man that was noted as being a man after the heart of God. Even though David, like many people today, swayed from God and committed sin, he recovered from his sin. And God, in his great mercy, forgave him 
and he went on to use him in powerful ways. David had a good heritage. He was the son of Jesse, and Jesse was born to Obed. And Obed was a grandson of Ruth and Boaz. You remember that in the story of Ruth, in the book of Ruth. David had a great heritage and evidently was raised well. When we think of David, we think of being the shepherd boy who is willing to take on Goliath. Here he goes to visit his brothers in the field to take them some lunch. And this Goliath, this mammoth of a man, says, If anybody can defeat me, the Philistines will be your slaves. You know, and, and of course, all the soldiers just shook in fear. And little David said, oh, I'll take him on. I'll take him on. Why did David do that? He did that because he knew his God could overcome anything. David had already killed a bear and a lion with his bare hands through the power of God Almighty. So he wasn't afraid of crazy Goliath. He honored God, and God protected him, and he believed David, like many fathers, went through some trials and struggles. He loved his children. He loved his son Absalom, even though Absalom was trying to take his dad's kingdom away from him. And David had to flee for his life. But David loved Absalom and was brokenhearted over him. And when Absalom was killed by one of David's men, David was heartbroken. He was crushed. He had a father's love for his son, even though his son had rebelled. I think that is a great example for each of us in our lives. Men, your children don't always make you proud. And maybe some have turned their back on you and on God. I got something to tell you. Love them anyway. Pray for them daily. Allow God's work in their lives. God wants to work in their lives powerfully. God wants to restore relationships. He wants to build relationships. And if you're at odds with your children... Or if you're at odds with your father, please love them. Please encourage them. Please pray for them. Don't hold bitterness. Bitterness is a destroyer. And the enemy uses it horribly. Well, it was time for David to die. And he chose his son, Solomon, to fulfill his kingship. And, of course, many of us have heard of Solomon. Let me read to you 1 Kings chapter 2, 1-4. through 4. When the time drew near for David to die, he gave a charge to Solomon, his son. I am about to go away of all the earth, he said. So be strong. Show yourself a man and observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in his ways and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and requirements as written in the law of Moses so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go. And that the Lord may keep his promise to me. If your descendants watch how they live and if they walk faithfully before me with all their heart and soul, You will never fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. What a great promise David had from God. You know, uh, I believe that the word of God, and I believe the words of David can touch each of our lives today, whether man or woman, but certainly appropriate for the day. David speaks truth into Solomon's life. David shared from his heart. He shared the wisdom that God had taught him. He took the opportunity to breathe the truth of God in his son. He could have said nothing. He could have just let him take over the reign and do what he wished, but he took the opportunity to encourage his son with some great words. I'm so thankful for you fathers listening today who take time to talk to your children. You take time to love your children and be there for them in the good times and through the struggles of life. You are always hearing how my father breathed into me and my brothers. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see how much our father loved us and we loved him. 
I also watch my wife, and I've seen her incredible love for her father and her appreciation of the wisdom he taught her. And I've seen him love her unconditionally and his granddaughter too. There is something to be said about a father's love. My daughter is very fortunate to have a grandpa and a great-grandpa on her mother's side that loved the Lord. Kayla has all sorts of preachers in her family. In fact, her great-granddad on, on my wife's side, uh, her grandpa, he was a preacher for years, in fact, over in Middleton. And uh, my grandfather, of course, my dad, which you hear about all the time, and my two brothers are pastors. My daughter has quite a heritage of pastors in her family, of course, her dad. But you know what? David was honest with Solomon. He was straight up. Straight talk is important, and David, uh, David shared from the heart. Fathers can be great in inspiring children. I certainly would not be where I am today if it wasn't for the inspiration and example of my father, which you hear about more than probably should, but it's just part of who I am. David told his son to prove himself as a man. Here David was talking to the next king of Israel, and he gave him the very simple advice. He said this, be strong and act like a man. How many times have we told our kids that? How many times have we told our boys that? Solomon had an opportunity to see what a man acted like. I'm sure he watched his dad go through ups and downs. He also told him to observe what the Lord your God requires. The meaning of observe is this, to notice or comply with. Comply with the things of God, follow his footsteps and directions. David knew the enemy would try to take him down because the enemy tries to distract all people. Satan would love for all of us to fall victim of him. You know, he works in family units. He tries to get their minds off God and on the world. I talk about it often because we are in spiritual warfare. Whether you want to hear it or not, we are in spiritual warfare. We are on a, in a fight for our lives to live for Jesus. We are so easily entrapped by false teachings and, we, and sometimes being weak spiritually. We got to be intentional in our walk with God and do whatever it takes to grow closer to Jesus Christ every day. David taught his son to be obedient to God, and that is first and foremost. He said, if the, your ancestry follows you and is obedient, I will leave them on the throne. That was a great promise, but he says, that's what you have to do. There's a qualification. You know, many of you know the story in the Bible about a man who was tested on every corner. He had the opportunity to turn his back on God over and over again, but he stayed steady, and that is Job. If you've never read the, read the book of Job, read it. You'll be amazed what he went through. He lost his entire family. His whole entire family was killed and taken from him. He lost all his wealth. He lost everything he had. But through it all, through the catastrophes of life, Job stayed solid. You find that in the 23rd chapter, verse 11 and 12. I, I actually have my New Testament sitting here, so I won't be able to read that to you at this very moment. But I'm going to tell you this. You know, calamity hit, but Job stayed with it. Folks, things won't always go well in your life, but don't give up. Stay strong. Be strong. You know, do you, do you think God ever looks down and says, my children are ignoring me? I think he probably does. Let's not ignore our Heavenly Father. Let's put our faith and trust in him. I'm glad David taught Solomon to be obedient. And, and men today and ladies today, teach your children obediency. Lasting legacies occur when children are obedient to their fathers and to Almighty God. Proverbs says this, train up a child the way they should go, and they will not depart from it. I believe that. Pass on the baton of faith to your children. Proverbs 9, 9 says, instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Instruct your children. Teach the righteous, and they will learn. 
Yes, continue to teach your kids about being godly. He loves you. Thanks for listening today. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.